Hello, people. If you have came across this podcast, then you are in a great place. Listen, I'm recording this on an app. So if it sounds like, you know, a little bootleg, like, just bear with me because there's not no professional mic and recording going on. Like, this is not the Breakfast Club. This is none of that. But... I wanted to basically start my own podcast, and here we are. So, for people who may not know me, my name is Michante Bentley. I am from Day County, 305, Miami, Florida, and um, I'm a graduate from the Florida State University, where I got my bachelor's degree in criminology. So, um, I basically wanted to start a podcast because, like, my whole life... Oh, let me give y'all some disclaimers as well. This podcast is not something that I am trying to do, like, professionally. This isn't something that I, you know, really ever planned on doing in life. It's just something where I felt like I should start doing now as a way to kind of help me document my own self-growth through these audios and being able to listen back on them, but also sharing my journey with, you know, the world at this point because it's going to be released to everyone. So um, it was kind of nervous for me to want to start a podcast, like, I was nervous to do it because I'm not really used to sharing my personal information with strangers. Like, I'm very private, and if you know what's going on with me, it's because, like, you're a close friend to me, or, you know, you're someone that I trust. I don't trust everybody. So, I was always hesitant about just ton of people, like, of my business, if that makes sense, but... I know for a fact that God wouldn't have put me through the things that he put me through in life if it wasn't meant to help other people or, you know, give my testimony to help someone else when they're in a a dark time, a dark place, unhappy or, I don't know, just want to get it out. People say I'm funny, you know, a little bit, but... (laughs) Definitely just wanted to start a podcast to basically share my life with people who may need to hear some things, may need to hear some motivation, some inspiration. So let's get into my first episode. For my first episode, I wanted to talk about post-grad depression and my experience in dealing with post-grad depression. And forgive me if sometimes like I may say something and go back to it because when I be telling stories, sometimes I don't be remembering, remembering everything at one time. 
and I made me a little outline of course but I really want this podcast to be authentic and like my true self and my real self because people who already know me in real life if you don't like this is how I am 24 7 this is how I talk this is how I speak this is how I tell my friends the tea so I'm just gonna be mean and if you rock with me you rock with me but um yeah I wanted my first episode to be about post-grad depression um I wanted this to be my first episode simply because one I honestly feel like this topic is not spoken about enough at all and it kicked my behind to the ground okay very 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 experience for me and I'm gonna get into why that is um but basically what kind of led up to my post-grad depression really I can honestly say it started like towards towards like when it started getting closer to graduation so I graduated in 2019 yes this happened in 2019 and it started towards the end of graduation like I just said so towards the end of graduation I couldn't understand like what was going on on with me I was like not happy at all you know everybody else was taking their grad pictures everybody else was just like so excited about graduation and i couldn't put my finger on why i just wasn't so excited but i just was not excited at all so i can say like that mood started kicking in probably like two weeks before graduation so boom when graduation actually came Yay, my family is in town. My best friend is here in Tallahassee. We all kicking it. My friend AB, Trey, of course. Like, all my friends and family, we all kicking it. But I just wasn't happy. Like, I wasn't excited. Like, I felt like everybody else was happier about me graduating than I was myself. And I couldn't figure out why that was. So, at the graduation... I went home to Miami to um, basically just chill with my family for two weeks because I had a position of being a care ambassador the following summer. And with being a care ambassador, you have to stay on campus and you cannot really like go out of town because you have to tend to your students 24-7. So I basically went home for two weeks and during those two weeks I was just not happy at all and that was because I was basically facing eviction to my apartment I was staying in this complex called the preserve and if you from Tally or you lived in Tally went to school for Tally you know where the preserve at and the preserve are like these big old townhomes really nice really spacious but very expensive so in college, I was grateful enough to get my tuition paid for through the CARE program. So my refund checks were always like pretty, like them things was, I ain't gonna lie, they had had a comment in it. Like we got pretty decent, good refund checks.
So with my refund checks, I would always pay my rent up. So we would get our refund checks in August and I would pay my rent up to January. We'd get new refund checks in January. I would pay my rent up until like June, July, work during the summer. We was vibing. So I never really had to, like I paid rent in college, but I really didn't have to pay rent. So boom, I'm home for two weeks and I'm about to get evicted out of my apartment complex because it was, I was moving out of the preserve. So let's see, I'm about to backtrack. So backtrack, I also want to, I forgot to mention in my little intro that I also aspire to be a juvenile defense attorney. I want to be a lawyer and I had applied for law school. I applied for like five or six schools. I applied to like five or six schools, but I got denied from every single last law school that I applied to. That's another story for another day. But yeah, so I'm in Miami. Um, my mom was staying in a two-bedroom apartment, and my little brother had the, the other room because he was staying with my mom at the time. So I didn't have no room. I had to, like, sleep on a bed on the floor in the living room. Like, I was basically sharing the living room with the dog, my brother dog, because my mom, like, I was in college for the past four years. I always told my mom that I wasn't moving back home, so she didn't need a three-bedroom home anymore. Now she has one, but at the time, in 2019, it was just a two-bedroom home. But it was cool. Like, I had my own apartment. But, yeah, so I'm just setting the, the mood for y'all. So, yeah, I'm in Miami trying to figure out how I'm about to pay my rent because I had no money whatsoever. I had just crossed Delta. Oh, forgot to mention that as well. I am also... A part of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. And um, I had just crossed Delta the same semester that I graduated. And if you Greek, you know, you know, you know what it costs when it's time to do that. So, yeah, that was that. And I was at the time working for Buffalo Wild Wings, but they had tried me while I was online and I ended up not going back to Buffalo Wild Wings. So I did not have a job across that semester. And my rent plus move out fees, it was probably like $800, probably like $800, $900 for me to move out of the apartment. no financial aid no job all of my dreams of being a lawyer was shattering right before my face i always wanted to be a lawyer since i was in the sixth grade i worked my behind off in college to graduate with a 3.2 i just knew i was going to law school but like i said that's another story for another day i didn't get in so my life is in shambles at this point i'm trying to figure out how I'm gonna come up with basically eight hundred dollars in like a week with nothing. Like I was supposed to pull this money out of the sky. I don't know. My mom couldn't really help me because I can't remember at the time if she had a job or not. My little brother could not help me. My big brother couldn't help me. It was no one who could help me who could give me that type of money. So I'm in Miami 
trying to figure out like what can I do I tried to ask my church for some money I even considered calling like local black owned salons or barbershops and asking them can I sweep hair off the floor for a hundred dollars like I was looking up how to make a hundred dollars a day on on YouTube Google just trying to come up with something just trying to come up with something Lord but (laughs) I was hitting like a brick wall everywhere that I turned. Like I had nothing, like nothing. There was nothing, very much nothing that I could do. My car was in Tallahassee. At this time, I had a 2009 Chevy Cobalt. No tents, no AC. I had the manual windows, like the ones that you roll. Okay, no Bluetooth, no none of that. Real old fashioned, but my girl was paid off. Shout out to Lolo. I had her for three years. Shout out to AB. She helped me get my car. Yeah, Lola was in Miami because I couldn't drive Lola on the road. But yeah, so I'm in Miami. Can't do no delivery. Can't do nothing. Just vibes. Just me being helpless. In my feelings, sad, stressed out, about to get evicted from my apartment. So I'm just you know, talking to who I could talk to. And during that time, I had told my special, shout out to my special, Danny. I had talked to my special about what I had going on with my situation. And she was like, why don't you just ask your lawn sisters? If they all gave you $10, you would literally have $480. And I was like, yeah, I don't like asking people for money. That's my thing. Like, I don't like asking people for money. My mom always taught me to be very independent, like to never ask anyone for anything. Like, don't depend on anybody. Get your own money. Because my mom is a single mom of three. Like I already mentioned, I have a big brother, little brother, and it's me. I'm the middle girl. And she's a single mother of three. She raised all of us by herself, no help from nobody. She had help, of course, you know, from her people's when she was raising us at the time, but no father figure present, no two-parent household, no none of that. So I was like, I don't want to ask them. And then I also believed that my line sister had also had just given me money to help me even apply for law school. So before I even graduated, I was broke. Let's just start there. I was broke before I even graduated. I probably graduated with less than $200 to my name, if I'm being honest. So I didn't want to ask them for no money because they had just given me money to literally pay for one of my law school applications. But my special was like... Girl, you got to do what you got to do. And she had spoke to her line sisters. Shout out to my profiles. Shout out to Kappa Epsilon. First of all, my profiles and my line sisters, they really came through for me. Like, some people sent $10 here. Some people sent 5 20 Some of my profiles sent me 150 And I promise, I had, like, three days, like, the tenants, the managers at the preserve told me I basically had from Friday to Monday to come up with the $800 or I was going to get evicted. 
And I was just like, God, like, what's going on? I'm not even two weeks out of graduation, two weeks out of college. I'm not even two weeks into being, like, a full adult, and I'm already back struggling. Like, I grew up knowing what it felt like to be evicted and going through that whole process. And I always told myself I never wanted to go back through that again. But here I was, as soon as I get out of college, I'm about to get evicted. I'm like, dang, could I even live? No. So I was really questioning God at the time of everything that was going on with that. I was just like, God, you tell me to trust you. You tell me to have faith in you. And I'm having faith, but it's Sunday and I still don't have no rent money. Like, where's this money going to come from, Lord? I'm really just questioning God. Like, I'm sad. I'm stressed out. The whole two weeks that I'm there for that break, I'm stressed out. Like, stressed out, sad. I'm just sad. Like, what am I about to do? I just couldn't believe that I was back struggling so fast you have to put it this way i was in college for four years getting refund checks every six months rent paid for no bills okay got extra money to just buy whatever spending money on bundles party tickets just dumb stuff being a college you know being a college student and i can't believe i saved none of that money like i did not save not even a hundred dollars out of none of my financial aid call me dumb i know better now but i saved no money where when it was time for me to need the money i didn't have it so i'm just like god you say you are a provider you're not providing so what's going on like what am i gonna do why am i going through this and that's basically how it felt like i was i was not i was confused in my mind because i believe i have a pretty strong faith base with god i feel like god is my best friend and i talk to god a lot and i trust god with everything in me like i even have a tattoo on my wrist faith over fear because i really do god done got me through some things in college before college in my current life now like he is my provider but at the time when i was going through this i was just confused as to why i was having to go through that already like i'm like all i could think about was is this how my life is about to be now that i'm out of college and i don't have like that financial security anymore i don't know like I, it was just a lie and then again like i said i thought i was going to law school so i had no plan b about what what happen if you don't get accepted like getting not getting accepted was not an option for me and I kid y'all, no lie, I applied to FAMU, Nova, Barry, St. Thomas, Stetson. I applied to, like, mostly all Florida law schools because I want to practice Florida bar. Y'all got denied from every single last one of them. So God was like, girl, you thought you was going to law school? You're not going to law school. You're about to get evicted out your apartment. You don't have no job, no money. Like, yeah, you just out here. So depression felt like weird i was confused because i'm like i'm supposed to be trusting god but you're not giving me nothing to trust like i cannot see it where's the money so my line sisters and my profiles like i said they all sent what they could and i promised it was like magic by monday 2 p.m i had all of my rent money in my account 
I had every single last dollar that I needed in less than 24 hours. It's like, it was just like magic. Like, I'm not even over-exaggerating. It was magic. And from that point on is when I told myself I would never, ever, 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 ever not trust God again. I would never, ever not believe his word when he says I am your provider and he will take care of you and to have faith if you don't know what faith means faith means to believe when you cannot see and I wasn't seeing so I wasn't believing but God still came through and again shout out to my sorority shout out to my chapter my line sisters and my profiles they came through and I didn't get evicted from my apartment and I think I'm going to break this up into a two-part, maybe a three-part segment because it's a lot to talk about and I don't want to bombard y'all with a whole like hour-long segment with this pod, well, you know, with this episode. So I'm going to leave it at that for now. like, And then I want to talk about in part two about what helped me get out of it and um, why was that experience so important for me to speak on so i guess when you're done listening to this you can listen to part two once i release it if you still would like to but yeah that's all i have for now and i hope you guys stay on this journey with me and come along with me as I do this podcast thing and figure it out as I goes. But I said I was going to drop this episode on my birthday and I'm staying true to my words. So stay tuned for part two about the rest of my segment on post-grad depression. Mwah.